Welcome back to another episode of Football at the Bar with your host, T.A. and G. Money, bringing you all the highlights, talking mess, and all the bullshit you shouldn't have missed. What's up, everybody? This is Football at the Bar. We're your host. I'm T.A. This is G. Money. What's up, everybody? And we are fired up to be back with you. And we're being brought to you by ATV Media Network. So few things. Great week of football. We had some unbelievable games. I can't wait to sit over and talk with G-Money about Talking about my Raiders. Yeah, you, you know the Raiders are going to be a oh, part of the conversation today after what they've been through. But but before that, uh, I know you know, but, but our folks don't know. I had the opportunity to meet E-40 this past week. E-40 Fonzarelli. I knew I E-40 it. had like the, the slurricane and his, his staple of drinks, but I didn't know my man had some yak. And so we were going down there to get some bottles of yak and sit over there. There goes E-40 and he's doing a what do bottle you know? signing. <laughs> what do you know? And this man had some yak and this yak is called Tycoon Cognac. And let me tell y'all folks, this Tycoon you got to go find it. Look, it gets you there. It, that's the that's the point. It gets you there. But what's nice about it is, it ain't as rough as like henny or something like that. It's actually much more smoother. A little bit of sweetness. I absolutely love it. Here's where the twist is. What's unbelievable is this needs to be our drink uh, for the show. You know, I'm E forty. Yo, you need to sit over here and sponsor this show. This needs to be this, the, the the drink of the show because I love this and I drink yak. Daily, you are the yak connoisseur. I so, connoisseur uh, so I will I, concede that to you, bro. And I'm and I probably drunk at least twenty different yaks, and this has to Real be in my my top three. So hey, okay. we are gonna get in it with it today. Damn, he made the top three that quick. Yeah, that's how good it is. That's like how for real. Oh. To write it out, take a picture. Okay, yes. well, because you know, you a swashbuckler, so I already know, yeah, yeah, it must be good then. Okay. <laughs> it most definitely is. And so today I'm drinking a tycoon. What you drinking on? So I'm doing it with what's it called? A shindag, a sh- shield. Anyway, it's an award-winning scotch. And you know, uh, for, for those who haven't I say paid attention to us for all this time, I am a scotch guy. It's a scotch man. Uh, you know, it just, it gets good to me. So, but right now I'm drinking the Shindag and I think that it's, uh, it is award winning. And I think when we went down to the store, they said, Oh, okay, this is the top shelf. I was like, well, give me that. And so <laughs> there it is. So that's what I'm on right now. Well, I see you come ready for battle. Oh, you, yeah. You got your camouflage on today. Oh, yeah. And so we got a great show for y'all. And as we sit over here and cheers to this week's show, Ladies and gentlemen, do me a favor. Like, subscribe, download, follow. Be a part of this deal. Leave some comments. We, want we to love hear, them we comments. We love hearing from you. For all of our new people, our yep. people from all throughout the United States, our people out there in Europe, we're getting people in the Netherlands and UK and obviously Germany because they were just games. We appreciate you. But like, follow, subscribe, What he said. Do all of that for Do me. all of that. And, Church and, on the move. And speaking of international, after our NBA at the bar game, uh, NBA at the bar podcast, I got up early on Sunday to sit over here and watch my Kansas City Chiefs oh, with my man Mahomes play the Dolphins. 
early, early, early game. You made me put my glass down. So, so what I got to hear is, what were your thoughts on that game? You know what? Okay, so I felt bad for Cheetah. Um, you know, he won the Super Bowl with um. He's the number one receiver. We all know it. But he gave that fumble up. He gave the fumble up. He gave the fumble up. And and I, I think the, the big takeaway was the Chiefs' defense is legit. You know, what are you talking about? From Chris Jones to Sneed to, I think it was a, their linebacker, Gay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I... I I hate to say it because I don't like them. Let me just preface that for America and the world. Because they've been getting that I ass for a long time. I don't like them. <laughs> Boo and by humbug. But that defense got in Dolphins' ass. Mm-hmm. And, they, they, yeah, they, they pressed them. And the cheetah, just, he just gave up a fumble and it was like, God damn, man. You know, he got it. And man, he had to take a little step back. And but their defense—they're so disciplined. You, they are a Super Bowl caliber defense, and they exploit—they displayed it, and they turned it that fumble into a score. And but see, here's the twist: is what that was is Cheetah got a slice of humble pie because Ugh. he came into the game talking I know, all that I didn't shit. Like I'm going to give him the work, ah. talking all that shit. And here's what twist is: when you play in a, a team the caliber of the Chiefs. You don't need to talk shit about it. You don't. You gotta. You don't gotta talk about it. You gotta be about it. And so, what unfortunately, ah. um, what unfortunately happened is, is he wasn't able to be about it in this game. I know he had one of his worst games of the season. Barely sixty yards on on whatever amount of completions he gave right. up that fumble, mm-hmm. and then. But but here's where twist is: the Chiefs didn't play that well. The Chiefs ran out to well, a twenty-one-zero okay. start in the first half, you and then conceded. didn't score. Any more points, and Miami almost came back and got in that ass. I was a little bit nervous, and so for me, yeah, they did. The concern is, is when I'm looking at this screen, do the Chiefs really have enough to win a Super Bowl this year? You know, it's very hard to judge the games that are in that overseas. So whether or not they're playing in England or Germany, I always kind of like put that with an asterisk on anybody's season because you're playing on a neutral field regardless of who they say is going to be the home team you're playing on a neutral field and you're playing on a soccer field and most of the time those soccer fields have a little bit too much grass a little not enough grass or they have a little bit too much mud or a little bit too much uh, you know, pebbles in the in mm-hmm. the turf, and it's not enough. And then you got everybody who's not in their number normal, comfortable environment. So practice everything. Uh, it affects teams, regardless of the variable. It affects teams. And what, but what I saw in that game at the end of the day was, you know what, the Chiefs' defense got that score early, and then. It was just keep away at that point. So the Chiefs smartly, and this I gotta guess, give credit to Patrick Mahomes. He just said, I'm gonna make these one or two plays go to my pseudo, you know, okay wide receivers, whether it was, you know, rice or say. And then and you know, and then he really did is 
he effectively used Jerk McKinnon because they were going to take Kelsey away, mm-hmm. and they made they did take the, the away. yes. I, I think the 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 Dolphins really were good at saying, okay, Kelsey is not going to beat us in this game, and they they double teamed him, which most people in the league don't do, and they double teamed him and they bracketed him, and it was just a problem with let me go through an outlet and throw over the middle. That wasn't going to happen in that game. But once they got up on their, you know, I guess uh, 10 points, they just said, oh, okay, well, we're going to dink and dunk all day. And that's what happened. And, yes, the offense didn't look at its optimum in terms of efficiency, um, even though the Rams, I wish the Rams, the Dolphins came back. But okay. he, but that's, that's, that's the, the well, word. But here's your twists. I got a couple of disagreements with you. One is – is that neutral side in Europe is really a great um, preparedness for the Super Bowl because the Super Bowl is always played at a neutral field. Okay. So playing at a neutral field in Europe, also when you go to the Super Bowl, it's almost like its own world because they have such a bubble around it. Yeah, and there's a lot of hype. There's a lot of hype. So very similar to a a game in Europe. So I believe that actually is a great indicator of how these teams would actually play in the Super Bowl. Now, when we talk about um, the offense for for the Chiefs, the Chiefs, like you said, used other players because uh, Kelsey was neutralized. But what happens is, is that the offense stalled. We got to remember the defensive coordinator – for uh, Miami, he was just the the Denver uh, the Denver coach. Well, well, but you know, regardless of his name, you know that that's not important. What I would say is that, that schematically, well, schematically, they, they, who they, came they, back? They, who came back? The, the the Dolphins came back. No, they, no, no. Who who came back on the Dolphins defense? Uh, who got hurt? Ramsey. Ramsey. Ramsey and, came and, back, and, and that was a big difference in their defense. Their defense had he got better. burnt though. He got burnt a couple times in that game. So yes, you come I, back off of a hurt knee and you get burnt a couple times. Well, okay. I mean, I think long haul Ramsey is going to be a stud for them mm-hmm. because Ramsey is a stud. Mm-hmm. Period. End of story. But um, he got exposed because that was the reintroduction to the league and it's almost like Ramsey's in preseason and the re- everybody else is in three or four weeks to the seasons but with all that being said okay yeah he 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 showed his pro bowl medal in that game he did but but so does the Chiefs defense and this is what the thing is this offense is know, sputtering baby. right now what, what what we all hope for and what we all expect is that this offense is going to be able to catch its 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 footing and, and get going. But we can't sit over and hope for that each and every single year, especially when they are um, depleted of real talent in their wide receiver realm. So my biggest concern Ooh. is is that this offense doesn't look like they can win a Super Bowl. To be perfectly honest with you, they might be able to get there because they're a great all around team and you have Mahomes. But I don't know if they have enough to actually win a Super Bowl. But the twist is, is that defense can't fuck with them. That defense and that, is strong. And that's precisely why I would disagree with you because what I would say is as much as um, is you, what you're saying is accurate, the, the traditionally the Chiefs have just been offensive-centric. They have been mm-hmm. offensive-dominant. Mm-hmm. They have been, okay, we're going to go up by – 
two or three scores, and then you guys can just play good prevent mm-hmm. and we'll win the game. Mm-hmm. But the truth of the matter is, is that this is probably the first season to where they're marginal at the wide receiver position. Mm-hmm. They're well, still they winning. Were margin- no, we're marginal But last they're year. still winning. They, yes. and, they're, mm-hmm. and they're still winning because of what? Of their defense. Mm-hmm. And so Chris Jones, and I, I said it, Sneed, their safeties, they got a whole bunch of guys that are like, uh, let's say, not on the, the, the calendar of, oh, okay, this is a named guy, but they are whooping ass and their defense just put it on display. What I was really impressed with is how they contained Cheetah in that mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. And that it was it was a sight to behold. Now why were they able to do that? Because they just said, by my cold dead hand, will you get over the top? So Cheetah, we all know it's like whether or not he's running a hitch, a slant, uh, a, a, a fake and a fade or whether he's doing a streak they, 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 if you don't put a safety over top of him, he's going to beat anybody right in front of him. Is it fair him. to say other teams do And that. they bumped him. Sneed, I got to give a little bit of credit to Sneed. Sneed made it a point in that game to just say, I'm going to literally bump and run him every single motherfucking time. And then when he did that, they said, and we're going to have a linebacker and we're going to have a safety over you. And it doesn't matter what route you're running, because if you run over the middle, we're going to have somebody paying attention to you. So they took him away. Who did the Cheetah play for before the Dolphins? He played for the Chiefs. So is it fair to say that the Chiefs probably know him they, a they, little they, bit better yeah, than yeah, everybody else? Talk. So, so, so yeah. real quick, so, so yeah. I, I actually want to go to the next time because we're talking about great defenses. And we actually saw an unbelievable matchup between the Dallas Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles. Two teams okay. that, ha- that are traditionally they were, great they were, defenses. Yeah, they, were, they were the prime Dallas, time game. It was a prime time game. And Dallas has been known to have one of the, if not the best defenses in the game. Mm. That great defense lost. What were your thoughts about that game? I thought that Dak Prescott um, performed well under duress. And I think that that was the first game in a long time. He's, he's done this before in the regular season. But he, he, he's performed well under duress before. But this was the first game to where I felt like, oh, okay, Dak was really trying to win that game. But when you talk about defenses, what I thought is I think his defense let him down. And then I think that in those high leverage moments, um, his right tackle let him down because the Eagles just said, we know we can beat this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And we did. And we're going to sack your ass. And they did that. And that was the difference in the game. The The interesting thing about the Eagles to me is they are not as efficient as they were last year. I think we no, can all no, say that. They, they, just, they just are not. They're not, okay. but but they still find a way to score because they have the the talent to score, and they scored just enough, and their defense did just enough to say we're better than you. Well, I'm tired of that argument. 
This flat out, I'm so well, tired. That's of, what happened. So, 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 let me review this game a little bit. Dak played absolutely phenomenal. The defense didn't play bad. They just didn't play well enough. But at the end of the day, is Dak playing well? I'm tired of the argument of yeah, Dak. Yeah, it's empty calories. That's a, a raw. No, it wasn't. Dak played well. He just it, it wasn't enough to beat the best team in the NFL. Because right now, the Eagles have the very best record in the league. So we one we have to stop talking about that can't do it against big You're teams. Right. He did. You're right. Uh, him stepping out of bounds was I mean it was by inches. So this is they talk about this is a game of inches. He stepped out of bounds, missed that. That would have been a complete game changer. But again, the Eagles, we got to stop sitting over and criticizing them as if the offense just isn't that good. They got the best record in the league, and we talking about the offense just isn't that good. Well, well, but, but they they, they, they do as, what's required when. The, so the greatness, this game is about winning yeah. and losing, and yes. it's hard to win in this league. And this this team, Church on the Moon, led by the led you. by Hertz, is winning. So what we have to start doing is we have to start giving the flowers to the winners and stop making excuses for these mediocre yeah, quarterbacks like think, Herbert and, yeah. and, and, and and all the you know they're so <laughs> That's um, funny you say Allen. I'm so tired of hearing about everybody making excuses of why they're not winning but want to sit over and criticize a man who's leading a team to the best record in the league. Yeah. So, real talk, real talk. Maybe, you know what? Look, we have talked for, for the season. We've talked about um, the fragility of winning. Mm-hmm. And, and it is a fragile thing. Mm-hmm. It really is. So, you know, you got to get good play on all fronts, right? Offense, uh, skill position, uh, offensive line, skill position, quarterback, defense. These are the things that ultimately create W's or losses. And, you know, you're right. Hey, I just want to say I've been hearing about this fragility. I can't even believe I said you're right about three times. But I've been hearing about the fragility of winning for the past three weeks. Motherfucker, if you don't write a book on the fragility of winning. I know. That's, okay. That's Listen, that that might right be there. a point surprising. <laughs> I need her. I, you're right. God damn it. Somebody needs to hire me to. Oh, I need to hire somebody to write a book. But You're I think, right. but, but I think this game set over and showed the Eagles are the real deal. I can't even believe I told you you are right three times. <laughs> this isn't the first time you've told me to show that. I know. I don't times. like it. I don't like it. <laughs> but okay. But the Eagles have shown that they are the real deal. The Eagles have showed that they can sit over here and beat good teams. Dallas, yeah, they can adjust. Dallas yep. has not shown that. Um, they either win big, usually beating um, subpar teams. over teams. And, and they, they traditionally just fall short. And that's been their history for quite some time. Yeah. But I don't believe that that rests on Dak's shoulders for this particular game. This is one of the few games that we haven't seen that shit the bed and probably because it's, because it's in the season and not in the playoffs, but he played well. I he, give Dak a lot of credit mm-hmm. because he, he did play well. It, he, that, this is the first game that I've seen. And even in their little bullshit rivalry, right? Well, no, where, no, no, where, no, 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 no. Before you go there, they haven't played one another. This is actually the first time they've actually been a, a chance to play one another. Dak was hurt a game, and then uh, and then Hertz has been hurt a game. I mean, they may well, play one okay. each other once, but but, but they but they played twice each other a year. Every no, they, year. the teams have, but they haven't played one another. They've okay. been out. So this is well, the first time okay. we're able to see those two players. 
play against one another. And and both didn't play perfect games, but both played very good games. And I think it did come down to overall team and also coaching. McCarthy's, I mean, he's McCarthy a stone cold mystery. Stone cold. McCarthy. And Sir- Sirianni. Wah, wah. You know, Sirianni has really um, um, etched his way into – being recognized as one of the top coaches in the NFL. And I wasn't mm. a huge uh, Sirianni fan um, um, at the beginning of his, his tenure with the, with the Eagles, but he has demonstrated that he is. Um, that he that dude. dude. He yeah, that dude. He's making it happen. He so. that dude. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know what? They don't look in perfect rhythm, but what you can always say about them is when it's time to get the first down and when it's time to score the ball, they do it. And so and, and so when you have a team that's not period, looking like story. they're clicking on all cylinders, that they're not in perfect rhythm, it still hold the best record in the league. You know yeah. what that you know what that says? That's that says Super that, Bowl. that says Super Bowl. So uh, you know all I'm saying is is that we have to sit over here as as media or, or pundits, people that are talking the about the game. Correct. As I, the judges, as I love to call us. And, and, and stop <laughs> criticizing this man. Stop criticizing this team and, and, and appreciate him. Because throughout, through their flaws, throughout a tough season, a long season, mm. they're getting the job done week over week. All right, I'm going to roll with that. Thank you know, you. I, I mean, that. hey, you know, hey. You know, Eagles on the move. You know, hey, they, 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 <laughs> they doing the move. it. I you did. know who was on the move is CJ Stroud. I know you love it. You I love it. Steal my thunder. I love to steal your thunder because you, you love to steal it. You toss it to me, and let me tell you something. Hey, but are you Stroud, right now? But just under five hundred uh, yards, oh. five TDs, no interceptions. Hey, and they and, and this was another that person. Dude. This was another motherfucker that they was talking shit about. Yeah, and did, did he not like do good in the test or something? Listen, this S two you know, test. Yeah, yeah, fake ass S A T. I always laugh. I always laugh because okay, there's this thing that goes on with the draft that where they 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 like to talk about all these quarterbacks and they like to pump them up or shit on them. And even if the shit is slight, mm-hmm. because they can't deny their statistics, mm-hmm. it's just like, oh, okay, that little bit of slight that you give mm-hmm. is going to make that dude go from being number one overall to, okay, he might be three or four, maybe five. And the funny thing is, okay, so we've seen it, right? What is the Carolina dude doing? Nothing. He's struggling. What is CJ Stroud doing? He's a gangster. He's a gangster, without a doubt. On the move. I wish Richardson would have been able to play out his whole season so we could really see the dynamic between those two. Because because obviously our man from Carolina is is not there yet. And now, obviously, it's not all of him. It's about the No, he needs skill position. He needs offensive line. But but here's the thing is, we we had that reasoning for him. But we got to look at the Texans. Nobody came into this season talking about the Texans were going to be a good team. No. A, 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 a mediocre team. No, We no. expected them to be, to be a very poor team because they don't have a lot of quote-unquote well, star this. power. I will say this. I didn't expect the Texans to be a poor team, but I expected the te- the, the, the Texans, which, which still may end up being, I expected them to be somewhere around 8-8. Eight and eight. 
or you know, like I expected them to be a. What has your record team. been for the past two years? Uh, oh, oh, they've been egregious. They've been so, bottom so, of the so barrel. What would make you think that they go from bottom of the barrel to uh, a five hundred team? Did you did you think that much of Shroud that was he was going to no, be the no? No, I, I think. I think I thought a lot about D'Amico Ryans. Mm-hmm. So, a leader of men. Yeah. A leader so, of men. A leader of men. And, you know, we're going to talk about coaches a little later. So I think D'Amico Ryans was the catalyst. The differentiator. And mm-hmm. he basically got into the owner's brain. And, and you know, he was a Texan. And he played with. Uh, he was drafted by them. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. and, and he played at an optimum level. And so I think that they just decided they were going to invest their mentality into what he saw. And guess what? He drafted a motherfucker. On accident. On accident. Oh, CJ Stroud is a motherfucker. Remember, the coach, the previous coach, fucked them and won that last yeah. game that knocked them out of the first. If they would have Go gotten ahead the first pick, they would have sat over here and picked up my man that, that's currently with the Carolina. And, and, and thankfully, they didn't. And it's so funny how. And they works. look genius right now. Well, I don't say they look genius. They, they picked. Well, the, he they picked, looks genius. They, they picked the person that was available to them because if not, they would have over I'm here. to my sip now. As yeah, you should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are all right. But, 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 but the real question is, is I think CJ Stroud is the next big time quarterback. I think he's that next special individual, a person that's in disagree. the ilk of Herbert. So here's what twist is. They're, 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 they're starting to come around, but this is the next individual that should be spoken about. Just like people speak about Herbert, just like people speak about Trevor Lawrence, just like people speak about Joe Burrow. When you sit over here and drop almost 500 yards in a yeah. game, five yeah, touchdowns. Yeah, was it like no 497? Four, I mean, come on. Five touchdowns. Well, no touchdowns. No Remember, inter- in the beginning no of the season, he went four games or five games with no interceptions where every other quarterback had at least one interception. And, and let me also just say this. Just with respect to the defense that he went against. So Tampa Bay is Tampa 2, and that is the same Super Bowl defense by and large. They had the same uh, linebacker core. Mm-hmm. I don't know about their defensive line, but their linebacker core and then one of their secondary with Dean. Mm-hmm. That that That's the same team that won the Super Bowl two years ago, two or three years ago, right? So what he 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 sliced them. He eviscerated he was dropping them. dots, just like boom. yeah, and, and 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 so you have to really understand that because the the thing that people that watch football really understand is they have linebackers that are fast. Mm-hmm. So when you have linebackers that are fast that can cover the run, but that can also like get back and then get into that cover two, cover three zone, and they can do that with efficiency. And that is what Tampa Bay did. And then you annihilate them dudes. Oh, you're that guy because that just means, okay, I can see you faking going in, going out. It doesn't matter. Listen, I'm going to throw it over the top. I have touch. I can put velocity. I can do all of those things. And whether or not you put pressure on me or not is immaterial because I can deliver the ball when I need to deliver the ball. And the evidence is the evidence. He got 497 yards on that defense. Mm -hmm. And he got five touchdowns with no interceptions. 
on that defense. So it's like, uh-oh, listen, star alert. Star and alert. It's so funny. Everybody wants to sit over and jump on Todd Bowles like he just didn't have his team ready. When at the end, when, no, he when, did. When in all actuality, we're just looking at somebody coming into their own, and we're looking at a star being made right in front of us. Yes. And so I think Houston Texans have a great opportunity. They have a five-year window while he's in there yep. under his rookie deal. Real talk. To sit over and build a team that could truly compete for a championship as we look at the Chiefs team, mm-hmm. which is in the same conference. Um, probably start to go down a little bit just because of the cost of the the talent that they have around them. Yeah. So 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 we we could that's be true. looking at, at at an organization that's going to be completely turned around. And with Casario, I mean, the reality is the the, the shenanigans and tomfoolery that he's been doing in the previous two seasons. Um, we didn't know what the fuck he was doing, and we already know the background of people that are disciples from the Patriots organization don't have good um, track records. We didn't realize what he was doing over the past couple of mm. years with the people that he was signing off the street, the coaches that he was putting in place and not really um, giving the organization's mm. full breath behind them. Um, th- they have the coach. They have the quarterback. They have the offensive coordinator that came from the Shanahan system mm. as well with, with Bobby Slovic. Um, they are positioned to sit over here and make some noise. In the next yeah, I know. So I'm super look, excited. Look, look, look. I, I know there's a couple of dudes out here that be like, look, I need to start a, 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 a um, John Madden franchise uh, with the Houston Texans. Let, let's see what it's going to do. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I, I, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be mad. You know, what I mean? go ahead and make it sexy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I can get a couple of good dudes up here in 98. So speaking of the Houston Texans, right? They used to have another quarterback that was up and comer that was there. Oh, you're talking about the cars? Na- na- named Deshaun Watson. Oh. And Deshaun Watson was their superstar, and Ooh, they, yeah. their owner lied to him. He forced his way out and got to Cleveland. And now he's in Cleveland, and Cleveland has an unbelievable roster, right? Okay. And a lot of people are picking them as having the ability to not just make the playoffs but maybe make a run in the playoffs. But he hasn't played well, right? But well, recently, And he's been hurt. He's been hurt. But recently, last three games, two of the last three games have been the best games that he's played since he's been in the Browns uniform. It's, it's unequivocally uh, real. Yes, yes. So, but but what I almost want to ask you is, because to me, the reason why the, the, the Browns are good is not because of Watson. It's because of those defenses. Correct. So, okay. Top, top three defenses. I, 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 think, ooh, I think we're ooh, probably in lockstep with that. Obviously, the Browns, I think, is the very best defense. I think that's okay. kind of been recognized universally. I, 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 was, I was wondering where you was going to go with it. Now, who would you but, say uh, your number two is? Uh, number two? I would say the Ravens. Ravens. The Ravens. I mean, like, now, that team is now, coming now, together. Now, the, the Scott, you, you, you took me there. But thank you. I, I actually have to agree with you because I wanted to disagree with you. But you're right. The Ravens. So the Ravens. The so, Ravens. So, so we have number one and we have number two. The real question is, is what is that third, like, top defense? Okay, league? so 
I got one. Do you want me to give you my well, one you first? Tell, well, you tell me what you you can barely give me your second one. So tell I me did, what your I third did. One. But you know, but you made it easy for me when you said that because you're right. It's the Ravens. Okay, so who would you say number three is? Number three, in my opinion, 49ers. 49ers. And now it's so funny. You were just the man sitting on this show a week ago talking about the defense was their weak point. So why do you think they're now a top three defense? Because in the so I, I I listen to just like many people out there. I listen to all of the like you know the pundits out there, the 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 people who judge and mm-hmm. and review. But the reason why their their defenses look porous is not because of the talent that's on that team. I think they're telling. Their team is stacked. And then, you know, then they just traded for a motherfucker from Washington. Chase Young. Uh, yeah. So, 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 so for those of you about to that forget, Chase Young, Chase Young was, if not the number one pick, uh, top to three pick. He was a top three but pick they're about to be in stupid. the NFL draft. And they're, and they're going to be stupid. Coming from Ohio State. Playing with Bosa. So they both yeah. played at Ohio State, had one of the best defenses in, in the whole college football. So so we all know Bosa was holding out. He didn't do all the things that we normally see out of defenses. He didn't do the preseason or, or, or the, the – But, but he, he's camp. one of the top. He's one, of, he's the one top. of the tops. Mm-hmm. And he's going to be one of the tops. And think of those but, two monsters together. Okay. So what I would say is, is that – I got to give a, a little shout out to Richard Sherman because Richard Sherman talked about talking, the formation. You love Richard Sherman. You always give I him mean, a shout out every week. That's it's my Richard dude. Sherman. Other than Deion Sanders, I think that Richard Sherman is literally one of the best corners to ever play the game. That, 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 that's going too far. No, no. Uh, Joe Reed is a fight saying, you right now. For I'm that. not saying he's on par with Deion Sanders. But he is, uh, he is up there. Revis, I'm sorry, about but this is disrespectful. Okay, uh, okay well, well, whoop wop and boop de bop. Okay, <laughs> I don't care. That's my guy. That's your and guy. And what he said was, is it was very articulate. He said that this new defensive coordinator that they got, because you know they lost D'Amico Ryan's. Mm-hmm. They lost what? Well, what's, what's the so Jets Wilkes. quarter? Uh, the, the, uh, Salah. The, we just saw him on TV. They lost him. So they just said, beard. yeah, the, formationally, they used to go out wide and they used to just basically penetrate and they would play zone mm-hmm. behind it. Mm-hmm. So that allowed them to just say, I'm going to just kill you with the four. Okay. And then I'm going to play zone behind it. And then they got studs mm-hmm. to just run, tackle, and do all that. And they got away from that. Coupled with the fact that they're uh, wide receivers, especially in in uh, Debo, that got hurt. So this is why they've lost. But if they reconfigure themselves to just do what worked, the 49ers defense is formidable. And then you add your boy, who I just said, uh, or who, who you just said. Uh, Trace Young. Trace Young. Mm-hmm. You had Trace Young to it? And you know, they just added that dude from Denver, too, that came from the Cowboys. Correct. So then, and then there's a rotation. So, so let me give you they, my they third. They're going to whoop ass. Let me give you my third. That, and what you're saying is, is completely true. That team, how it's set up, that whoop defense should ass. be able to. Stop. Yeah. But here's what Twist is 
Mine is the Chiefs. Mm. And, and here's what's unique. There have been a lot of great defenses that we've seen over the past 20 years that have been able to carry a team kicking and screaming to the Super Bowl and win it. We've seen the Ravens do it with a mediocre quarterback. Mm. We've seen the Giants do it, beating Brady with with, with a great defense and a mediocre you, quarterback. You know, be careful because you would have me disagreeing with you. And, I, and Lord knows <laughs> I don't want to do that. We had Seattle with the Legion of Boom bringing a, a young yeah. Russell Wilson yeah. uh, to, to win a Super Bowl against uh, Peyton Manning and should have won a Super Bowl against against Brady. But here's the thing is, rarely, mm. if ever, have we seen a phenomenal defense, actually other than with Brady, a phenomenal defense bring a great quarterback with them to the Super Bowl. Mm. And so that is the one thing that, that, that I can rest my hat on with the Chiefs is that they had this unbelievable defense yeah. playing the best that they've ever played it, it, in the Mahomes era. Yeah. And then we can just believe in Mahomes doing enough, enough special shit in the game to sit over and win him a Super Bowl. Yep. You know, just enough special uh, throws and that they, they actually catch the passes to sit over here and win a Super Bowl. So the I, Chiefs for me is that is that disagree. third um, phenomenal defense – that is going to make a splash in it. But I will tell you this, like you said, Deshaun hasn't played great. This team is going to go as far as the defense can drag the rest of the team in yeah. the playoffs. The, the the Chiefs are interesting because this is the first time to where they can say to themselves, our offense is not going to carry the day. This is probably the first time. Mm-hmm. They're not. It's going to be, can your defense basically shut somebody down enough? And I think that they can because they've proven it. Um, And then it will be, can you guys produce somewhere between 14 to 24 on a good day? 14 points is not enough. Points. 14 points is not enough. 14 well, points is not enough. Well, okay. I don't think that their their defense is a shutdown defense, but I think that if they can, let's say, average around 14 points early. Giving up, if they don't allow the other team yeah. to score more than 14 points, which is on par with the Ravens, then yes, we have a, a, a team that right. can possibly win the Super Bowl. And Sean Watson sits over here and, 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 and pulls his head out and of his ass your, and plays ass. like he played before. Yeah. Yes, they have a team. They have the offensive weapons. If they yes. had Chubb, it would be like, oh, shit. Yeah. Now, now the okay, so the flip side of that is, okay, so we talk about the Ravens. The Ravens' uh, mentality is, okay, you guys can't stop our run. So what you have now proven with the the Ravens of what you talk about flower, you got obviously you know you got your tight end, you guys are comparable. It's really just can Lamar Jackson, which Lamar Jackson has yet to prove, mm-hmm. is can he do it in the playoffs? Can he say, I'm going to throw it to Bateman, Flowers? Um, you, you, you know why he's never proved it, proven in the playoffs? He ain't. He, okay. You why? know why? Because he's gone up against Mahomes. That team pre- previous wasn't built to come from behind. 
Correct. They're a running team. This is a new team with a new offensive coordinator that is a okay. first versus a run. Which is, so, so, that's going to be real interesting. So, so, so really what we're going to have an opportunity to see this upcoming week because they're playing the Browns, how that dichotomy is going to work. Because we saw the running game get going this week with Mitchell. We're going to talk about Mitchell in the, in the fantasy. Uh, uh, okay. That, that's their free agent uh, running back that that actually went off and, and got a cracking. Mm. But the thing is, is if they can't run against the Browns, can they pass against the Browns? That's going to be that first real test yeah. to see what they're going to be able to do against top-level uh, right. uh, competition that – uh, similar to what they're going to face deep into the playoffs. Yep. But I will tell you this. The team that I'm most scared of for Kansas City is the Ravens. Because mm-hmm. the Ravens have a team. Uh, the Ravens defense, should a, a team that should can advance. the offense. They should and advance. you have a, a quarterback that is, has talent levels um, close to uh, Mahomes. Right. So when you put those two together, that's what the biggest threat is to to Mahomes. You know, and then and then, but then you know, Joe, Joe Burrow is going to have something to say about it. But see, what happens is when you start off slow, when you start off zero and two, zero and three, guess what? You sit mm. over here and you're counting nine lives. Okay, and, and, and that team is looking great. I mean, some of these pundits are now because they just beat the Bills are now trying to say that they're the best team in the NFL. And this is again what drives me crazy and why we have to do this show is to not sit over here and just try to propel certain fan favorites or, or pundit favorites into the number one echelon and really talk about this game in a real standpoint. Yeah, okay. In, in a All real right. level. Well, fuck, fuck the bullshit. I, here's, here's the thing. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about tired of talking about the AFC North. Okay? I'm well, just going to be honest. About I, listen, let's bring it to the AFC West. West, West side, West, 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 West. And what did my Raider Nation do? What your Raider Nation did is they sent over here and got rid of a sorry, weak media. Thank you, Mark Davis. And Mark Davis actually doing something intelligent, something smart, which is get rid of these fucking old school, um, Game is passed them by Patriot motherfuckers and sat over here and put a real uh, motherfucker in, in the head coaching job. A person that actually played this game and a person that can actually um, relate and connect with their players. Okay, so everybody who's watched this already knows that I refer to Josh McDaniels as Pigeon Nuts McGee. <laughs> and he is Pigeon Nuts. And I just am glad that Mark Davis understood he's pigeon nuts and all i simply mean is is that the this man finds and discovered a way to do the most scary small thing to try and preserve the a victory but found a way to snatch victory no, snatch defeat. Snatch defeat out of the, the, out of the that hands thing. of victory. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Snatch defeat out is. of the hands there of victory. There it is. That, that thing. Yes. All right. He did that, and he did that in spades. And all I'm glad at is that Mark Davis just said, enough of this bullshit. So thank the Lord. Uh, 
that he did that. Now, see, here's what Twist says. It's not enough just to fire the motherfucker. What Mark Davis is actually, um, we have to give him credit for, and, 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 he, and he's lucky and blessed to have, is a coach that was on staff that can mm. come. And he's had this opportunity before, before hiring McDaniels. He had a coach there that could resonate with the players. Yeah, he met it. Them. He messed it up with Basaccia. With Basaccia. He, he should have rolled with Basaccia. But he didn't. And he brought in McDaniels, a.k.a. Pigeon Nuts. But the reality is, is that they had a man there that's played the game that can relate with every single player in there because he's been there in that grind and mm. done it and won a Super Bowl. See, that's also key, too. Versace, I don't think, has won a Super Bowl. No, he hasn't. But you know what? I think that the prevailing point that what you just articulated, to me, the really the, the, the crux of it with a head coach is you have to be a delegator mm-hmm. and you have to be able to effectively have people in positions to handle all of the the skill positions but you have to be a motivator of men so if you're not a motivator of men you don't need to be a head coach period end of story so you know what How pierce could, pierce, is, pierce, what, pierce this- is proving that he can motivate that team and so you need to pay attention to it and we don't know what we're gonna do but and and obviously we boobopped the team that was that was boobopable boobopable. <laughs> so let let's not get too excited, Raider Nation. We shouldn't get too excited because we should have smopped the floor with the Giants. But this this Jets game is going to be the real test for them. No, no, no. They're boobopable too, as we just saw. The Chargers has gotten that ass. Okay, but, 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 but what, uh, I love, what, I, what I love what I love about about the Raiders, Raiders are new boobopable too. Though. Yes, of course. But what I love about the Raiders' uh, choice to go with Pierce is that you to to even conceive of to think about going to the Super Bowl. In my opinion. You got to have a motherfucker that's actually gone to the Super Bowl. Mm. How are you going to get me to the Super Bowl, motherfucker? And you ain't never been to the Super Bowl. Well, see, Whether but, from a coach but, perspective. But Josh McDaniels has been there, but he he rode the coattails of, of Tom Brady. And right. what, he's, what he got exposed on is, guess what? You don't understand how to lead men. You just have rode the, the coattails of Tom he's Brady. He's never gotten to the Super Bowl on his own. No. He's Matter of fact, we saw it with Denver. We saw it with Denver. He was the Rams OC, and it was one of the worst offenses in the league that year. Hooker. And then we saw him. Tell it. Last year. Talk to me. Take the team and take several steps backwards. So what we do know from him and from his record outside of being with Tom Brady is that he can't do the deal. The offenses that he ran when Tom Brady wasn't in New England were bottom half offenses. Yeah. So he's proven and shown that he, he wasn't he's a, a hooker. He wasn't an individual yeah. to get him there. It's so funny. I saw on ESPN the 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 video of the locker room um, for the Raiders after they won. And that, mm. they, 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 they beat a motherfucker named uh, Tommy DeVito. So, oh, yeah, DeVito. Yeah, 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 that was a very New York Italian. Because a man it? got hurt early. 
But I, yeah. what I do know is for you Raider fans, you needed some type of form of inspiration. You needed to feel good about yourself. You know, I don't like how you say you needed, but okay. You didn't need it? You didn't need it? You didn't need it? Oh, yeah, we did. <laughs> we did. We did. I share that great, phenomenal energy with you. Uh, and, okay. and that's the same phenomenal we energy did, that the coach is sharing with the team. And, yeah. and what all we can hope that's is, true. is I'm willing to bet I will <sighs> put some money on that, that, that the Raiders are going to beat the Jets this week. You know what? And the reason why I agree with you is because you're I think a Raiders fan. What this in a year? No. Yes. Fine. Okay. Yes, because I'm a Raiders fan. But give yeah. me a logical reason. Why. Okay. So the logical reason is, as I think that the team is galvanized in a way mm-hmm. that they and they know what they can and they cannot do. So. The difference between, let's say, what Josh McDaniels was doing, Josh McDaniels was trying to put his, like, slant or his spin on everything. And now when you have somebody where you have the team believing in you is that they realize, okay, we're going to follow the formula of our own um, advances and limitations. So we're not going to try and get cute with plays we're going to do plays that are going to be executable because we know where we are dominant at what Pierce is going to do is he's going to shove it down their motherfucking yeah so that means that it's going to be jacobs all day down your throat jets try and beat it Mm -hmm. and then we're going to do play action off that because we know we have a rookie quarterback and Guess what? He's going to find a couple of guys here and there that are going to be but efficient. This is going to be an interesting game because you got the Jets that do have a very good defense. I think they, if they had a better quarterback. They absolutely. This, this is a defense that we've been that we would have talked about as one of the best defenses in the league. Absolutely. And a quarterback and obviously plays offense good. and not defense, but a, but but a good quarterback sits over and puts their defense in in, in more advantageous. I would feel more worried about this game if it was in New York, but it's in Vegas. And so because it's in Las Vegas, I think that that our team is going to be inspired, and I think that Max Crosby. Max Crosby's about to eat. He's about to eat. Oh, man. He's about to eat Wilson up. In that secondary. In that secondary. All of them. I don't even need to say names. All of you motherfuckers. You, they, they're going to be ready for it. Mm-hmm. They're going to be ready for it, and they're going to be like, Boobop, I'm ready for it. And and with Max, listen, we're going to win that game. I'm a, I almost want to say, I almost want to say like Charles Barkley, I guarantee, okay, I guarantee, but I we're going to win, we're going to win it. We might need to go do a turnaround to Vegas and go bet on that real quick or go get on, you know, draft. I know, I know, and I know, you see, I know you being that punk ass Chiefs fan, <laughs> you know, you're not going to believe what I'm saying, but, but they're going to do it. No, I believe, I just said it, I believe they're going to beat the Jets. I just believe oh, okay. that they're about to lose twice in the ensuing weeks to the Chiefs. And, and that's all right okay. because they expect to lose. So it's, it's, it's all right. I'm, I, I, my, my, listen, you my, my, Raider, my Raider Nation will not allow me to concede to that, but okay. 
So as we go into the, the final chapter of this show, we, we always talk about our fantasy. How'd your fantasy go this past week? You know, mm. okay. So I made the mistake of picking Puka Nakua and uh, Cooper Cup and, and Cooper Cup with a backup quarterback. I know, I did. That was a bad move, brother. That was. Bad I know, move. I know, but it's like they weren't playing somebody that was like rock star lights out, but they got to get past two. Yeah, they got to get past two. It, it it really is a is a microcosm of where you realize the, the fragility of an offense or the fragility of a of a football team. Mm-hmm. It's like if those guys aren't there to deliver it, even if it's a five yard slant, if that guy isn't there to deliver it and he's able to see the vision, so you know, dare I say, I'm. I have a different respect for Matthew Stafford. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm like, oh. Greater appreciation. Yeah, I'm right. like, oh, my God. I can't believe it because I, 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 I got destroyed. I even I, – I picked the Chargers defense, and I was coming down to the last thing. And the Chargers defense killed, but I still lost because I picked Puka Nakua. Yeah. I picked – Dare I say, Devontae Adams. Hey, hey, uh, hey. My, I, I, I played my, him. My team shit the bed where I'm still cleaning up shit. I got shit to clean up after this oh, show. Well, thank you. I'm glad I'm glad somebody else right. got some but, shit. But, but that's all right. Because the beautiful thing about fantasy is we live to fight another week. Yeah, and we so do. so this week coming up, we right, we, we, we have, uh, in my opinion, not a great slate. There are a few couple games out there. Real talk. But 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 before we go to is DFS, it? what I do want to talk about is for that waiver wire. This kid, Mitchell, who went off for 168 yards and a touchdown. Mm. Undrafted free agent. Hurt my feelings. Hurt He's one feelings. of the people that hurt my feelings. Oh, yeah, he, yeah, he got in your ass. You talking about oh. he got in your ass. So, so as a – I've already put my waiver wire – um, request in. So I'm going to see if I can snatch him off the waiver wire and get him in there. Mm. Because I think with that type of performance, they have to give him another shot. So for those of you out there, my man Mitchell, undrafted free agent for the Ravens, go pick him up on the waiver wire. Now, when you talk about DFS, the slate does not look sexy to me by any stretch of the imagination, but that actually leads no. to a lot of opportunity because the scoring is going to be lower. Yeah, but there it is, makes you have there to is think a couple hard. of good games, and and you mentioned a great game to me, and that was the Detroit. Who are the Detroit playing against Detroit, the Chargers? Detroit Chargers? That's a that's so a Detroit great Chargers game. is a, is a really good game, mm-hmm. and you know, obviously, not talking about the obvious guys. You, you know, you had to probably take, pay attention to their tight end. Uh, is it Parham or Parham? Mm-hmm. Parham. XFL. Yeah, he did not. Obviously, he did not do anything. And and what do you always tell me about the guys who don't do anything in the in the big game? That that they're going to that, come back. That's in precisely the moment mm-hmm. to where they play well in the next game, mm-hmm. right? So if you really look at that matchup. Uh, Parm might get a touchdown or two. XFL. We got XFL content coming in 2024, so look out for that. Yeah. yeah. But, okay, so 
you already know that even though you disagree, but you know, that Raiders Jets game, I, I really mm. like that one. This made my stomach hurt. Uh if I'm being honest, anything Dallas. So Pollard. Uh, so Dallas was playing the Giants. Yeah, that could be a, oh, that could be that, a good game. Like said, that, with, that's with, a with Yeah, it, it, any way you can incorporate Prescott, Pollard. Uh, what, what's their number one receiver? CD Lamb. If you can incorporate their defense, mm-hmm. you probably need to do that off top. And I like the Jags and the 49ers. I think it's yeah, going to be a great but, game. But you know, and that to me is the one of the more interesting games of the of the entire week because who's going to win that battle? Is it going to be the Jags at home where let me say Zay Jones or Ridley mm-hmm. or so remember this: or, the Forty Nineers are going to get off in a row. They have to win this game. Yeah. So this is a great bounce back just... for Purdy. Exactly. So great bounce back for Purdy. Fade Debo might come back. Fade CMC. You can't run against the Jags. So fade CMC is a great bounce back for Purdy. They have to win and this McCarthy game. And McCarthy is still that dude, right? So so it's like, yeah, you're right. But then it's like, okay, so what, what I'm expecting in that game is I'm expecting the 49ers defense to be like, we the 49ers, motherfucker. You're not about to have a better record than us. I agree. Period. End of story. I agree. Trevor Lawrence is about to get his shit fucked in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we about to we about to shit pack this motherfucker. Yeah, without a doubt. Football is always going to be something interesting. We think this might not be the greatest slate. And guess it's what? Not. It might be absolutely fucking phenomenal. That's why we love football. That's why we come here every yeah. single week and talk about it and give all of you all of the all of our energy, all of our love, all of our passion about this game we all love, which is football. So as we in this game, as we in this week, I want to sit over here and say, hey, don't forget okay. about Tycoon. Church it up. Church it up. Tycoon, this shit is absolutely phenomenal if you he's the yak guy the cognac if you love brown liquor get this because it tastes oh so sweet it's oh so mm. smooth you're gonna absolutely love it and um i'm gonna go ahead and finish i, listen, my I, I yak can't even believe that i just gave a little like uh a little little dance to it i was <laughs> like what the hell all right he dancing I know. I that much you let you know I'm wet daddy right now. Okay. <laughs> well, hey. Hey, G Money, it was we gonna charge on it. Yes. Let's finish our drinks and finish this evening. And we appreciate all of y'all uh spending that time yes. with us. Again, let's not forget, please like, please subscribe, please download, please all give us day, some comments. We're gonna please do this. Show some love because we, we, show, this. we give you everything, we show our love to y'all. That being said, Church on the Move. We'll see you next week. Amen.